Let's do this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Kimberly. As you know, we're really getting into this movie, all the details, all the extras. So if you haven't seen it, pause it, go watch the movie, come on back. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Kimberly. And Megan, and you've entered room 237. Bum, bum, bum. Again. I know. With the... Yeah, the drama. I liked it with last the week with the drama. <laughs> Add a little drama. So what we doing this week? This week we are doing as I get myself situated here. Mm-hmm. Get out by yes. Jordan Peele. You y'all know we love us and Jordan Peele. <gasps> I wish he had a third movie. Gosh, I do. I need we another Jordan Peele for Jordan movie. Peele. Love him. He's excellent. He is brilliant. Shall we? Fun fact it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get Out was released on February 24th of 2017. It feels like a lot longer ago. It does. Ago. It really does. Um, it was directed and written by Jordan, Jordan. motherfucking Peele. <laughs> and her notes actually say Jordan motherfucking Peele. Motherfucking Peele. It has a Rotten Tomato score of 98% for the tomato meter and all 86% for the audience. Okay, so 98, I love this movie, don't get me wrong, but 98 does feel strangely high. 86 feels, yes. I, I, I would give it like a 90 or 95. Yeah, that's why I'm like, 98 is a little high. 86 is a smidge low, but closer to what but I would closer. give it. It has a runtime of an hour and 44 minutes, so this is going to be a little bit longer than normal. But that's okay. It is okay. We have a lot to say on this we one. We do. Kim's notes are extensive. <laughs> It stars Daniel Kaluuya as Chris Washington, and he's in Black Panther, Queen and Slim, Judas and the Black Messiah, and one of my favorite shows, Black Mirror. He's in the second episode of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. That's where I first saw him. Me too. And he did this next, I think, next in things you've seen him in. Yeah, and I was, was like, oh, this and is I was like, guy from Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, because so in this he has like an American accent. Yeah, but he's, he's British, British, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And has Allison Williams as Rose Armitage, and she was in Girls, The Perfection, which is a really fucked up movie, and The Mindy Project. She's also the daughter of Brian Williams, newscaster. Did not know that. Mm -hmm. She's really fucking pretty, but like, I hate her. I hate her. Everything she's in, she's just a little not Mm, right. Not right. Like in that movie, The Perfection, she's fucked up as well, and it also stars like she has a black girlfriend. I'm like, so is mm. that your typecast? Like you just fuck right. over black people? Yeah, I, it does, it's not a good look. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Come on, Allison. <laughs> Do better. We've got Catherine Keener, and she is Missy Armitage, and she was in The 40-Year-Old Virgin, uh, Capote, and Being John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Bradley Whitford, and he's Dean Armitage, and he was in The West Wing, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Amazing. Cabin. He was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I guess so. I guess I haven't gotten that far. I'm only like season three. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Cabin in the Woods, and a bunch of TV shows. Yes. And then we have Caleb Landry Jones as douchebag Jeremy I hate Armitage. Him so much. Oh, he's the worst. I hate this whole family. The whole family is shit. I Jeremy, or I'm sorry, Caleb was in Friday Night Lights, the show, not the movie. Right. Uh, Breaking Bad and No Country for Old Men. In Get out. He's sporting the scraggliest, grossest mustache mm. I've ever seen. It's terrible. And like a little pony. It's Ugh. Gross. 
So Get Out made over $34 million in its opening weekend, and it only had a $4.5 million budget. That's amazing. It's awesome. The movie was filmed in just 23 days, so that's really quick. That's Yeah, that's fast. I'm not sure how long they normally take for a I don't know, movie. but I, I'm like saying it as I know. I'm like, I'm like oh, wow, that's, that's really quick. No they expedited long. the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Quit using like a terminology from your job, <laughs> expediting. <laughs> I'm like, shipping? <laughs> so the song playing in the beginning of the film when Chris is packing I for the love weekend, song. Me Too, is Redbone by Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele said that he wanted that song because of the lyrics. Uh, one of the lyrics says, stay woke and don't close your eyes. And so it's like a little little precursor to what's going to happen. It is. Mm-hmm. Regarding the meaning of the sunken place, Jordan Peele said that the sunken place means that we're marginalized. And no matter how hard we scream, the system silences us. Very profound, Jordan Peele. He, he says a lot of things that really make you think and, mm-hmm. and this is why we love him yeah very and good for this movie jordan peele becomes the first african-american to win the academy award for best original screenplay yeah. and for a horror movie it just, right it's it amazing uh, well deserved yes so this movie came out in 2017 and so here are a few 2017 facts here we go. Donald Trump was inaugurated. This is the 45th president. Nobody cared. Cool, cool, cool. Number two. I'm just going to breeze right past breeze that. Breeze right on by. Number two. America was treated to the first total solar eclipse in 99 years. And I believe Donald Trump looked at it without less. <laughs> he did. He did. He's indeed. a smart I had man. a welder's mask at work <laughs> to look at it. My dad, because uh, he's an astronomer, sent me the, oh, the proper actual... t- yeah, the proper glasses to wear. Because him and my mom went up to Nebraska, which is where you would see it, the total eclipse. Of course we didn't they see did. the full thing here. Total it, eclipse. Yeah, the pic- they took pictures. It's really cool. Anyway, Mavis Wanzik, sure, won the biggest single ticket lottery prize in the U.S. history. It was seven hundred and fifty-eight point seven million. Christ. Can you imagine what we would do? With- the thing is, she only probably got about three hundred mil, which is still a shit ton of money. It is. Don't get me wrong. I would still treat all my friends like ten mil each. Yeah, we go on just trips. my close friends. So I'm not trying yeah, to give no, everybody. No, no, Don't get everybody. <laughs> Friends and family only. Right. You had to ride and die before okay. I was rich. <laughs> <laughs> the top songs of that year are number five, Something Just Like This by Coldplay and the Chainsmokers. Number four. Yeah. It's my jam. It's my boy. Humble by Kendrick Lamar. I he love saw him. him in concert. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. I need him to put out a new album. For real. Number three, That's What I Like, Bruno Mars. Great. That's What I Like. That's number like. number two, this was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Despacito. <laughs> the remix version by uh, Louis Fonzi, Daddy Yankee, and The Beebs. The Beebs. Number one song. You want to oh. sing a little bit of this for me? I'm in love with the shape of you. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I'm in, he says I'm in love with your body, right? Yeah. I'm in love with your body. Oh, 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 Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Look. I love Ed Sheeran. Because she loves a ginger, y'all. I do. I love his ginger hair. I think he's got a beautiful, angelic voice. He does. He plays the guitar really well. I'm not mad at everything he's doing. You do you, Ed. Here are the highest grossing movies of the year. Number five, The Fate of the Furious. I am proud to say I have only seen one Fast and Furious seen movie. Them all. It was the first one. I thought it was mediocre. And I told myself, I don't need mm, to see it no, anymore. You're I'm good. good. You're good. Vin Diesel doesn't do it for me. Mm. Paul Walker he doesn't. He was too pretty. Yeah, he's so pretty. I, he's too he's pretty so for pretty. me. You know, I just a little more ruggedness is my thing. 
Number four, Despicable Me 3, also mm. have not seen. No. Nope. Because you know how I feel about cartoons. Kids movies. Yeah. yeah not, it's not me. Number three, Beauty and the Beast live action. I did actually see this. Meh. Meh. I, Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. I have not seen a lot of Disney movies, but Beauty and the Beast is my favorite. And so I didn't want it to be ruined. I only saw this when it came out on Netflix. So mm. several years later. But it was okay number two guardians of the galaxy volume two did see which this. we love <laughs> loved it I we saw this it, together yeah, saw in imax together. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then number one drum roll star wars episode eight the last jedi and there you go there i saw that too i saw it too <laughs> Woo-hoo. all right shall we begin with Get out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so after like 20 studio intros, the movie finally starts. A lot of studio intros. There's a lot of them. And they're long. Mm-hmm. Blumhouse, yours is really cool, but, <laughs> but like shave it down a touch. Oh, just a little bit. So we're outside at night, and we hear this guy talking. I'm going to tell you his name is Dre. His name, but he's played by Lakeith Washington. Ooh, he's who so is, hot. Oh my God, I thought I was the only no. one. Lakeith, he's he, got this weird like... Charisma is what yeah, that is. he's not like... You wouldn't look at him and just be like, oh, like he's super hot. But there's just something about like he's his swagger. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm here for it. And everything he's mm-hmm. in. He's just, yeah. He's got a vibe that I He's funny. Down he's with. like intellectual. He, he just, he's everything. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. Okay. I thought I was. Okay. No. So Dre's walking on, in a neighborhood, like a nice looking neighborhood. Yeah, like a nice night. suburban neighborhood. He's, kind of, he's talking on the phone. He's like lost, doesn't kind of know where he is. Feels like he's sticking out like a sore thumb. And then he hangs up with whoever he's talking to. He's like, bye, babe. And he keeps walking. My, my question for this is like, you have a phone. Why wouldn't you just use your GPS mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. this point? Like, you, you can walk. You can do, like, Google Maps walking. Mm. Also, we later have seen, we know where he's going. We've seen where this house is later. He's nowhere near it. <laughs> he's in a neighborhood. That house is off by itself somewhere. I'm like, Dre, girl, do come better. On, come on, do better. Also, where's your ride? How did you get here? I'm not real sure. I don't, but, okay. He's anyway, there. He's there. And then the car drives past him, but we see it turns around and kind of pulls up near him and stops. It's got this weird old-timey music playing. Yes, it's like 30s, like it's jovial. creepy. Cinema music or some shit. And Dre stops and he's just like, no. Nope, not today. <laughs> and he turns around and starts walking the direction he was coming from. He's like... I'm not dealing with this. Which I love that about this film because like most horror movies, they just keep on walking. And mm-hmm. he was like, nah, not today, motherfucker. He's like, you're not going to get me. You're going to get me. But unfortunately, <laughs> he turns back around. Kind of, he's walking across the street. And he turns back around to see what the car is up to. And now the driver's door is open. But you can tell there's not a person in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. And we see somebody coming up behind him, and he attacks Dre, and good night, my darling, because it's over for you. Yeah. R.I.P. It was nice knowing you. Oh, boy. And he, the man then drags Dre back to the car, throws him in the trunk, and drives off. And we get some creepy violin music, and then title, title scene. And now we're driving in the woods, and I have never noticed this music that's playing before. And honestly, frankly, I do not recall that first scene at all. And I've seen this movie With at least twice. Dre walking? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm like, is this some sort of extended version? Nope. Like, what's no, going ma'am. on? <laughs> Just the movie. So we get cast, crew, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Childish Gambino, Redbone. Thank you, sir. They won't. Bam, 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 bam. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
So now we're looking at pictures in black and white. They're like hung up on the wall. They're really good. We're in some really fancy apartment. Very stylish. Way nicer than my apartment. I'm like, you selling them photos for a lot. For a lot of money. Because I think they're in New York. They never say, but it seems like it. They got. He's got money. He, he's got enough money that he lives in this really nice apartment. It's a. One, it looks like a one bedroom, but he lives by himself. He doesn't have a roommate. It's nice, and he obviously lives in a city where he doesn't have to drive because he doesn't have a driver's yes, license. Right. That's why I think they're in New York. Okay, makes sense. Anywho, he's getting out of the shower and he's getting dressed and he's getting ready. And then we see Rose and she's at the bakery picking up some little croissants, some croissants, treats. Okay, and Chris is shaving, y'all, with frankly the cheapest and crappiest razor I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, my man, you got this nice apartment, you can afford a better razor. You can get a Mach Five, like get in that Dollar Shave Club shit. Okay, it's way better than what you're doing. He's got a dollar store bit. It's barely even taking the the foam off his face. Mad razor burn, mm-hmm. and he cuts himself too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what happens that's what with you these get. cheap ass razors. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we see Rose getting off the elevator. She's at his building, and he's kind of looking through the pics on his camera. And then she got she has her hands full, so she uses her head to knock on the door. She's trying to be all cute, you know. He opens the door and he lets her in. They kiss. He's like, "Hey, come on in." And now he's packing up his shit while she's laying around with yeah, his dog. Yeah, she's just lying there, not even helping. I mean, I mean, right? You know what he needs? Can you not? She's assist? like delegate. Do you have this? Do you have this? Bitch, get up and help him. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. She's like, do you have everything you need? He's like, yeah. He seems out of sorts. Yes. He seems very bothered. Like, we don't know him yet, but he's, you can still tell that there's right. something going it's, on. You can tell with this body language, like, something is bothering him. Something's on his mind. And so she goes, okay, what's wrong with your ass? You know, like, why are you like this? And he says, listen, do your parents know I'm black? <laughs> and she goes... No, should they know that you're black? And he's like, yeah, bitch, they should. Yeah. Okay. He's like, yeah, maybe you should tell them. And she's all like, ah, it's fine. She's super condescending about it, but trying it's to be like cute. Fine. And I'm like, you're being not cute at no, all. No, you're not being cute. You're, you're diminishing his feelings, but okay. I don't like it. I don't like it. He's like, you know, okay, that's cute. You're funny. But for real, I'm not joking because you told me I was the first black guy that you've ever dated. And I'm not trying to get like chased off the lawn with a shotgun, ho. Like, get your shit together. You should have told your parents. And honestly, send them a text right now before we leave. Right. Give them a little heads up. If they are like, no, I'm not cool with it, we can stay here Which, in the goddamn from city. From the very beginning, like this conversation for any like black person who's ever dated outside of their race, like this is a re- very real conversation. So the very first time I watched this movie, I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> I feel so seen. <laughs> I, will t- I won't name any names, but I, ha- I know someone who the same exact situation happened to where this person was going to meet uh, his white person's family mm-hmm. and he's like well do they know i'm black why like it's no big deal my parents aren't racist blah blah, blah. he's like you should probably give them a heads up plot twist they were kind of fucking racist like, oh really <laughs> yeah that sucks i i don't I, I don't get it i do think the parents should have been given a heads up not because i think they're gonna come out with some racist shit just because you never know what older middle-aged people are gonna right. do right you may think your parents are woke and chill and cool but then you show up with somebody who's of a different race i'm not even talking black somebody a different whatever race from it you. could be because you know p- your parents can like you said seem woke chill like oh we love black people we love mexican right. people whatever but like those people aren't fucking their daughter so right mm-hmm 
So, you know, she is like, look, they're not racist. I would have told you if they were racist. Also, my dad would have voted for Obama for a, a third, third time. time if he could. He loves black people. <laughs> yeah, she's, right. Pretty much is what she's saying. He voted for Obama three times or he would have. She's laying it on real thick. Like, it's a little too much for me. Girl, Obama ain't fucking your baby girl, though. I love Obama. Don't get me wrong. But that's not the thing you tell somebody when they're having these feelings. That just feels not. I don't like it. I don't love it. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't love it. But they're off now, and they're she's driving. He wants to smoke a cig, and she's like, no. And she nope. takes it, and she brings it out it. the window. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, bitch, that's like a dollar you just tossed out the window. And he's not wrong. He isn't. That shit's expensive. So he's like, whatever. And he calls his BF Rob. His BFF, I guess. Uh-huh. Not his BF. <laughs> I call him BFF the whole time. Yeah. Oh, Rod. He's the comic relief of this He's movie. my favorite character. He's so good. I love him. And he works at the airport with TSA. Yeah, he is a TSA agent. And Rod's going to be watching Chris's little pup-pup this weekend. Feeding him. Just dog sitting. Yeah. I do this all the time for my brother. And he kind of warns him, like, you shouldn't be going to a white girl's parents' house. But, like, okay, you do you. Yeah, he's like, how's Rose? Because I guess they have, like, a weird thing. A playful Yeah, adventure. a little play thing. And Rose is like, I want to talk to Rod. Put him on speaker. I want to talk to him. She's very bossy. I just don't like her. I yes, just don't we, like We just don't pitch. like Rose. Everything she does, there. I hate. So Chris puts him on speaker and he's like, you know you picked the wrong guy, right? And she goes, yeah, it was all a ploy. This whole thing with Chris, just a ploy to get to you. <laughs> I just want you so bad. And Chris takes him off speaker and is like, that's enough. Right. It's your own girl. And this is when, yeah, Rod's like, but for real though, you should have listened to me and not gone to this white girl's parents' home because something's not right. Something's going to happen. And Chris just hangs up on him. He's like, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Rose is like, you're jealous. And they kind of start play bantering. And yeah. she's not paying attention. And a deer runs out in the road and she hits the motherfucker. Sure does. They manage not to wreck, but they're very shaken. Like, it's scary when you hit a deer. I have almost hit one. Terrifying. Her side mirror is hanging off. Not really sure how that happened, but that's okay. Man, that deer went flying into the it's fucking woods. Did you see it? <laughs> fucking roasted that deer into the woods like bitch you were not in a dodge ram or something like you're in a car also i don't know if anybody this movie has ever hit deer before but it seems like to me they haven't because that's not what would happen to your car absolutely not you would crush the front of your car it's it's got just some blood and the light the headlight has a crack in it that's not what would happen the front of your car would be fucked fucked up but that's just because i'm country and i know that shit so whatever they managed not to wreck and they get out of the car and look, and they, you can hear the deer, like, groaning. moaning Poor deer. Because he's dying. Poor little baby. Poor little baby. Chris is like, stay over here. And he walks over, and then he just kind of stands there and Looks watches sad. it die. Yeah. Which is weird, but I get why he does it. Because later we hear about his mom mm-hmm. and what happened. Yes. But at this point, you're like, what why is, is wrong with you? Yes. That was my, I'm like, one, you walked over there super slow, and then you just stood and watched it die. Okay. Creepy. Even. Even if you didn't stand there and watch it die, what do you think you can do for this deer? You're not a vet. Chris, you take photos. You want to take a picture of it? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Go back to the car. So now the cops are there because I guess Rose called 911. And Chris is just standing there because the cop's talking to her because she was driving. Yeah. And then the cop is like, hey, man, I need your license. And Chris says, I don't have a license. I have an ID. I, you know, I'm more than willing to give it to you because he's not trying to start some shit mm-hmm. with this white cop. he knows. Right. He knows the drill. And then, but Rose 
is like, no, I was driving and the cop says, I don't care. I just want to see his ID. Everybody, you know, who was involved, I want to see their ID. But she's all irritated. Yeah. She's like, this is bullshit. Like he wasn't driving. Pretty much leave my man alone. And she's all popping off with some white girl privilege here. Right. Talking sure about. Is. And Chris is like, you don't. need to fucking quit. Like she says fucking to him yeah. and like all this. Like she's casting at this cop. I would be inwardly cringing. Right. Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a white girl. I would not act this way to the cop unless I was drunk. There was a time once when I got pulled over by the cops, I did pop off like this, but I or had had some drinks. if you're a white drinks. person and you have like a black person in your vehicle that's being pulled over to you, like just diffuse the situation. Like yeah. don't be a help. Don't not pop a hindrance. off. Yes, she's be being a, a hindrance. She's being a real fucking hindrance. But the cop backs down. Yeah, he's like, "Y'all have a good day," and leaves. So they get back in the car and they're driving off. And Chris is like, that was hot. That was hot, girl. She's like, I'm not going to let anybody fuck with my man. Okay. And now they pull up to the her house. It's beautiful. It's all right. It's, well, it's huge. It's not that big. You're like, it's huge. It's not that I big. I it was pretty big. It's With not a, that big. Yeah, it was. No, it's not. It's not big enough to have two fucking servants like they have. <laughs> It's not. It's a fucking two-story brick home. It's not Didn't that have, like, big. like three little sections? No, girl. Oh. It's just like probably a three-two. Mm, okay. This is what John should have rented. <laughs> In the changeling? <laughs> it has a long driveway. I'll give him that. But, so when they pull up down the driveway, we see a man who's out there raking the lawn, and it's a black guy. And Chris is kind of, you know, mm, why y'all got this black man out here mm-hmm. raking? Right. It feels weird. And they get out of the car. They're getting all their shit. And before they can even get up on the porch, mom and dad are popping out. Like, yeah, like oh, damn, can they let Can they let them put their bags inside? No, they no. haven't even gotten on no. the porch fully. So mom and dad come out. This is Dean and Missy. Mm-hmm. The parents. And we kind of zoom out while they're having the, the meet and greet. And we see the groundskeeper guy, whose name is Walter, just kind of watching. Staring at them. Creepily staring. And now we're in the living room. And Rose telling mom and dad about how they hit that deer. And Dean is a, such a weirdo. He's like, good. Fuck some deer. My cool. man. Kill them all. All the deer. They're Calm pests. down. A dead deer is a good deer. I'm like, wow. Is this a metaphor for like black people? Like, It felt like yeah, it. Yeah, it for did. Sure. It felt like <laughs> some racist shit. But yeah. he was just interjecting deer because, I mean, instead of, of like saying black. Knowing what we know yes. from the end of the movie. Right, right, right. It, it for sure is. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see what they're doing here now. This is when I was like. I texted you and I was like, man, I'm really seeing some things I did not see before. <laughs> so he's a bit of a weirdo. And I feel like Chris is trying to be polite. He's not really feeling it, but he's just like, okay, this is my girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. I have to be polite because they're weird. They're weird. And Dean's trying really hard. He's so doing hard. that like white man thing where they try to like relate to black people. But they don't but, know like, how. By using slang. And it's like, you can just talk to us like normally. Because he's like... How long has this been going on, this thing? I'm like, you don't have to don't have to try so hard, Dean. He's a person, Dean. He's not like a different How long have species. you been together? Like, <laughs> it's weird. It, it's I don't so like weird. it. And Missy is just there like, sorry about him. He's weird. But she mm-hmm. doesn't stop it. Mm-hmm. I don't like her ass either. I can't stand her. Both of them suck. So Dean says, Chris, let me give you a tour. And he takes Chris around. Who wants a fucking tour? This house is not that big. This is the living room. This is the fucking kitchen. End of story. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's an office, some bedrooms, a kitchen. Done. Bye. But he takes them on a little tour. He shows them some pics on the wall, the fam. And he's like, oh, I got this thing in Bali. And oh, I got that thing over there. He's, he's like, doing the thing that travelers do. I hate it. I picked this up in Bali. No big deal. No, I'm just oh, so cool. I'm so cultured. Ugh. He even says, it's such a privilege to experience other people's culture. Fuck off, Dean. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> So then he shows Chris a pic of his dad, who was a runner, and he's like, look, my dad tried out for the uh, 1936 Olympics, but he was beat by Jesse Owens. No big deal. Mm -hmm. But he was there. You know what Olympics that was? That was the Olympics where Jesse Owens won right in front of Hitler, and Chris is like, I'm aware of this. Thank you. Got it. I know my history. (laughs) He's like, yeah, fuck Hitler. The black guy really stuck it to him. Like, you don't have to try so hard to relate. Try too hard. Try too hard. Chris is slightly impressed by this information, though, because that's a big deal. Yes, it is. So cool. And like you said, too bad Dean, you know, took it too far. Trying to look like some super woke yeah, asshole. Right, but right, okay. right. So he, he, they walk past the door and Dean's like, that's the door to the basement. But we had to seal it up because there's some black mold down there. Red flag number one. I don't want to be in the house where there's black mold. Mm-hmm. Y'all just sealed it up. And didn't treat it. Right? You got the money. You could have fixed this issue. But when he says black mold, he doesn't mean black mold. Mm-hmm. That's where that shit goes down. It's in that basement. <laughs> so they go to the kitchen and Dean's all, my mother loved her kitchen. So we keep a piece of her in here. And then the camera is like, bam, here's Georgina. Georgina. The other black servant. Georgina. Um, she is a special one. She is creepy as fuck. So creepy. She's when they, got that like older woman, black church hair, and just yes. <laughs> like she just got her press and she comb. got her silk press. She is looking pretty. She took out her rollers first thing that morning, so she's got a nice little bump all around. <laughs> oh, Chris! And she just creepily. She's like, "Hello." Yeah, Chris is like, "Hi," <laughs> and the tour moves on. Yeah. So they go out in the backyard and Dean says, oh my God, we have so much privacy here. It's so great. And we see the wall, we see Walter again, just milling around raking. And Dean says, look, I know what you're thinking here. White family, black servants. It's not a good look. It looks really bad. I mean, Dean, don't call them servants, first of all. That's not kosher. But anyway, he says, listen, we hired Georgina and Walter to take care of my parents. And then when my parents died, I just couldn't bear to let them go. So now they're here working for us. And then he throws out the Obama line. Yes. Look, I would have voted for Obama. I would have voted for Obama a third time. If I could. I love black people. Right. That is cold <laughs> for white people. Like, I love black. See, I, I voted for Obama. I hate it so much. Not racist. <laughs> So now they're all sitting around out back at a little table. They got their iced tea glasses. And Missy asked Chris about his parents. And we learned that his dad just wasn't really there. And then his mom died in a hit and run when he was little. And he says, look, I don't remember a lot from when I was little. And I also don't really want to talk about it that much. It's kind of personal. And I just met y'all. Right. And you, Missy is running that spoon around her around glass. Around her teacup. tapping it. Tap, 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 tapping it. And then Dean just is like, point blank, Chris, you smoke? Right. Look like you're jonesing for a cigarette. And Missy goes, look, we're not judging you. And Dean tells Chris, hey, Missy can hypnotize that out of you. I used to smoke. She hypnotized me one time. Bam, I'm good to go. Even the thought of a cigarette makes me want to throw up. Wait, again, way too strong, Dean. He's coming on so strong. He's like, she's amazing at it. And Chris is just kind of like, I'm good, No, man. thanks. I don't know, y'all. No, right. I don't, I don't want you in my head, but thank <laughs> you 
for the offer. Weird. And apparently they're having some big annual party this right. weekend that Rose conveniently <laughs> forgot about. She's like, oh, what party? And they're like, it's the same She's date. like, it's this weekend? And they're like, bitch, it's the, it's same, the same day, day every, every year. week. <laughs> every year. Is it the same every year? Yes, bitch. It's yes, the same. Girl. You're stupid. They're like, look, it's this kind of silly party. My parents used to throw up, but we just keep tradition. We keep doing it. No big deal. And then Georgina comes out to pour her by some more tea and they're just talking and she kind of goes into this weird trance and pours a little too much tea and it overflows. And then she's like, oh, I'm so, oh, so, sorry. so sorry. And Missy's like, bitch, let's go lay down. You're tired. I, I hate her. Go. I hate this whole family. I hate them all. And this is when bitch ass Jeremy oh, arrives with Jeremy. his rat ass mustache. The biggest fucking douchebag. If you looked up douchebag in the dictionary, it would be Jeremy's Jeremy. picture. Because their whole like dinner. Oh, he's the which worst. we're getting to. He makes everything so uncomfortable. So fucking awkward. I'm I, I'm uncomfortable watching it. Like God, if I was there, this would be horrific. So yeah, now. It's dinner time. They're all sitting around the table eating. And Jeremy's telling Crystal stories about Rose when she was little. And I really hate this whole, like, we're so cool because we can cuss around our parents and Mm -hmm. talk about how we used to drink before it was a legal vibe that they have going on. And I love how he threw in, like, when he's telling stories. Like, I think our parents were, like, in Greece or something. And we were like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I was upstairs hooking up with the hottest girl in school. school Sure you were, bitch. With your little freckled ass. Fuck off. With your tiny dick. Because you know he's got a tiny dick. It's thin. It's thin. It's It's unkept. No, it's probably escaped, honestly. You think it's escaped? I think it is. Just because he's... I I think based on his hair and his beard, like he's like too cool to He doesn't have a beard. Or the the stash. The stash. I think he's got it escaped a little Little bit. Just a touch. He's just trimmed. He's not trying to make it look like he tried. Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying Cuts it down a little bit. Okay, okay. Keeps it trimmed. I don't know why we're discussing his pubic Not hair real so sure. long. Anyway, he says, hey, Chris, do you like MMA? Yes. You an MMA fan? Dude. Dude, what? What? Hey, Jeremy, why don't we uh, let someone else have the floor for a second? You're dating my sister, right? He's dating my sister. You had your chance. I can't get to know the guy. You mean like UFC? Yes. Yeah, nah, too brutal for me. <laughs> did you ever get in a street fight as a kid? I did judo after school, first grade. Aww. You should have seen me. Judo? Because with your frame and your genetic makeup, if you really pushed your body, and I mean really trained, you know, Pussy footing around, you'd be a fucking beast. No. And they're all like, Jeremy. But I like, he's like, Do you like him in May? And the whole family's like, Jeremy, like, that's the line that was crossed. Right. He like, just told tried- this really inappropriate story about when they were in high school and right. Rose bit this Dean has tongue. tried to hypnotize you. He's talked about Obama, like, all this shit. And, like, this is where they draw the this line. Like, do you like UFC? You've taken it too far, Jeremy. <laughs> How dare you bring up Talk UFC. about sports at the table. But Chris is, you know, he's like, I don't really. No, I'm he's down. like, UFC is kind of brutal. And then Jeremy says, so, did you, like, get in street fights when you were a kid? Um, what? What? Where do you think he's from? Right. Because <laughs> apparently, like, he's black, so he had to fight his way. Right. He was probably dealing drugs, too. At you five. Know. Right, of course. From the ripe age of five. And Jeremy says, you know, with your frame and your genetic makeup, if you really trained your body, you'd be, you'd a, be a fucking, fucking beast. beast. Like, but he says this, 
really intense and like staring and creepy. My notes say he's too intense and weird. I don't like him. Way too I much. hate this for Chris. Back it up. Oh my, <laughs> can you imagine poor Chris? I feel so bad for him. He is got more patience than I do. Than I would. Absolutely. So then Missy comes out with a cake and she's like, what did I miss? <laughs> and Jeremy's Carrie like, cake. we were just talking about sports. And he continues to talk about jujitsu. Yes. And he says, Chris, let me show you this move. And he gets up. Jeremy is very like on drugs or something's wrong with yes, him. Yes, for sure. Something's, he's too manic. Like there's too, he's too. He is coked up as fuck. Yes, he's sniffing. I'm like, you've done some yeah, few lines in the car mm-hmm. on the way here. He's done some bumps up in the bathroom. But he gets shut down by his mom. Missy is like, no, we're not doing that shit. And he takes a bottle of wine and walks off. Yeah, because even Chris was like, ah, like I don't play fight drunk dudes. Like I, I just met you like five minutes ago. Can you not? Can you not? This whole family is too much. They're too intense. I wanted Chris to be like, all right, let's do it and lay him the fuck out. That would be, he does later. Yeah, he does. <laughs> So up in the bedroom, Rose is bitching about Jeremy and her dad and how they're all just horrible right. and racist. And she didn't realize they were racist, but she's they like, are. She's like, my dad's never acted this way. He's all like, my man, my man. He's never said that before. Mom was rude to Georgina. What the fuck? And Chris is just on his little computer like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, girl, I've been here before. Right. He's, he's like, she goes, what? And he says, look. I didn't want to say it, but like I told you so. So welcome to the world of microaggressions, Rose. Right. For sure. <laughs> and she says, look, I'm sorry. This sucks. You know, I, you know, I'm so sorry. And he says, no, it's fine. And they kiss. And honestly, I feel like they bone. They fucked. They because totally fucked. she's naked. I'm yeah, not trying not. to fuck somebody in my in parents', my parents home. house. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Not with them there. Mm-mm. No. Thank you. So she tells him, hey, look, this party's going to suck because they're all just so white. Super fucking white. So white. And then they then they fuck and they go to sleep. And yeah. he's still awake. He can't sleep. So he decides he's going to go outside and smoke a little cig cig. Yeah, yeah. Gets up, kind of creeps around the house, go out back. Goes outside, but I'm like, you, this house, they have groundskeepers, they have servants. Like, you got to know they got an alarm system. You were just going to open that motherfucking mm-hmm. door? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the same Yeah, like, thing. you're going to trigger some kind of alarm for but this. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. He heads outside. Before he can light that cig, we see Walter's ass running full speed toward him. Full speed. Like, as fast as he's ever traveled in his life. And Chris is like, what the what fuck? What the fuck? But luckily, Walter veers, veers off right yeah. before he just runs Just before they're about to collide, he just veers off. Chris is like a little... Shaken. A little shaken. He turns around back to the house, and we see Georgina standing in a window, just staring out the window. The light is on behind her, so she really couldn't see anything, right. honestly. But one of her eyes is all weird. Did you notice it? It's no, like facing in. No. Yeah. She's like always caressing her face. She's, She's like, looking in the mirror, mm-hmm. like, yeah, admiring like, pretty herself. I am. Mm-hmm. But for real, one of her eyes is like facing in, like it's gone off. It's off the track. Um, After the interaction with Jeremy, he tried to fight me at fucking dinner. I'm leaving. The dad talking about Obama. The groundskeeper fucking running towards me at full speed. Nope. There's a creepy housekeeper up. I'm like, I'm going to go. I would be like, look, Rose, we can sleep the rest of this night, but we're leaving first thing. Or I would just make an emergency. Like, hey, like, my mom called and, like, I got to go. He doesn't have a car. She drove. Uber. I would too. I, I would do something. Sleep. I would get the fuck like, out of here. I have an upset stomach. I can't be You're right. I, I got the flu. I gotta go. <laughs> I leave. Sorry I got about COVID. it. COVID. Sorry about you. <laughs> but he doesn't. He he goes back inside. 
He's he's a little weirded out. You can tell he's like, this is strange, but okay. So he heads back in the house and he <laughs> he walks past this like Missy's darkened office, right? And then she clicks the light on. So she's been she's in just there. Sitting there creepily. In the dark, like a weirdo. And she's like, Do, Do you, you realize? Go ahead. <laughs> how dangerous smoking is. Which when I was a smoker, I hated that question. Yes. When people were like, Do you know like smoking causes cancer? I'd always be yeah. like, What? Cigarettes cause cancer. It's like, bitch, like, I have seen the I've Surgeon never General's heard warning. Of this is there like show me a study. Like this is brand new information. I, yeah, yeah. Like every smoker doesn't know that, and has every smoker has been like, yeah, I should quit. You know how hard and addictive that shit okay, is, bro. And how hard it is to quit. Shut up, Missy. Shut up, Missy. But she picks up her cup of tea and she starts stirring it. This is like a teacup and saucer mm-hmm. tea, not a glass of iced tea. Right. And she asks him if he wants to know how it works. So she's like, come in, sit down. I'm going to tell you about my hypnosis. He Bullshit. looks hella uncomfortable, too. Wouldn't you be? Well, for sure. I am not a black man. I would be uncomfortable as hell. I would have been like, man, oh, um, I'm really tired. I'm just going to go back up to sleep. I'm sorry. We can talk about Also, morning. FYI, I didn't smoke that cigarette if it's that big a deal to you. Because <laughs> your fucking weird groundskeeper tried to fucking boom roast me. So... But she's steady stirring that tea and she tells them about how she uses focal points to bring the person to a state of heightened suggestibility. And then she goes, do you smoke in front of my daughter? Right. And Chris is like, okay, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, she's like, that's my kid. She's all intense. And she tells him, okay, where were you when your mother died? Right, no segue. What? Just, do you smoke up for my daughter? Where were you when your mother died? He does not want to do this right now. He, yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But she's still with that stirring, yeah, y'all. Yeah, she's stirring the cup. And if she was doing that and talking to me, I'd be like, I think you've Can stirred you stop? it. Stop. I think right. you got the sugar You're stirred good. in. You're good, bitch. But he says, "Okay, I was at home. I was watching TV, and it was raining." And so then she's like, "Do you hear the rain? Now you hear the rain." He's like, "Yeah, I hear the rain." She's putting him in a trance. Yeah, because we see a glimpse of him as a little boy, yeah. like him watching TV. Right. And, and it's he's raining. getting upset, and he's starting to cry as he recounts that night and how scared he was. Yeah, like he's whimpering and crying. It's upsetting. And he's like, I feel like I can't move, like I'm paralyzed. And Missy goes, you can't. Yeah, that's right. You are paralyzed. paralyzed. And he's scratching his fingers on the arms of the chairs, because I guess they show him as a kid doing that too, so I guess yes. he did, he's a, it's a nervous habit or something. She's like, you're paralyzed. Just like the day your mom died and you did nothing. And I'm like, oh, wow. Why we got to take it there? Wow. Okay. And he, and now she goes, now sink into the floor. Sink. And he's like, oh, wait a sec. But yeah, she's like, bitch, I said sink. Sink. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls. He like falls back. And now he's like floating in space. Free falling like fucking Tom Petty. He's just. Oh, I love that song. Free falling. Yeah, he's sinking. And this is what they call the sunken place. Look, I would just like to point out none of this would have happened to me because I can't be hypnotized. Why? I've had it attempted on me and I'm one of those people who can't be hypnotized. I've never had an attempt. My brain is going too much. Because it's like, it's all kind of about like visualizing and thinking about like like an open field, kind of like a blank slate thing and visualizing yourself. What did you try to get hypnotized for? Relaxing, weight loss. Mm. It don't work. But yeah, I couldn't. My brain is just like, I can think about that for like that empty field for a second. And I'm just like, you know what would be funny? (laughs) (laughs) And I just move on. Like I can't settle. 
So yeah, I can't be hypnotized. You would have never. This wouldn't happen to me. (laughs) Not a chance. Yeah. So he's in the sunken place and we see, it looks like a TV screen kind of. It's a square box of what he would be seeing if he were in the room with Missy still. Right. And we see her kind of walk up and he's crying still and she wipes the tears off his face. And he's just kind of watching this from this black hole space thing. And she closes his eyes and then he wakes up in bed gasping startled as fuck and he's confused like what is going on here this house is fucked up i hate it here and rose we hear her in the shower and he hears like he gets it he gets a text on his phone and he sees his phone isn't plugged into the charger right because it was plugged in and now it's not so he plugs it back in and he looks at the text and it's a picture of his little pup from rod mm-hmm. it's cute and so now he's in the woods taking pictures and he comes back to the house and he sees georgina again up in the window looking and she, at herself again girl we does. get it you're pretty we get it Calm you're down. beautiful so he grabs his camera to zoom in on her because he finds her vibe weird and yeah off. he's like i want to take a picture of this and she's messing with her hair but then suddenly she turns and sees him so he tries to play it cool like he's not like he wasn't taking a picture like right. oh uh, these two lips over here look really good (laughs) and then when he looks again she's gone so he sees off to the side walter's over there chopping some wood so he's like i'm gonna go chat with this guy because he's like black man to black man like he wants to go like what's up man like shoot the shit like they're working you pretty good out here right tries to chat with him walter is a weird (laughs) (laughs) he's very the way he talks is so odd it's so odd because like i said chris wants to talk to him like Brother to brother, right? Yeah. And it's like, they got you working good out here. And uh, Walter's like, well, it's nothing I w- don't want to be doing. And like, smiles super creepy. Right. I'm like, you possessed, girl. Yeah. So Chris is like, okay, well, like, hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> and Walter says, hey, man, you know, sorry about last night. I didn't mean to scare you. And then he goes, did the hypnotism work? What? How do you know about what? this? What? And Chris is like, I don't really remember. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, you were in Missy's office for a long time. <laughs> okay, stalker, why are you following me? Why you know? But Walter says, he looks Chris dead in the eyeball. And he's like, well, I should get back to work and mind my own business. What? Right. What? Poor Chris is just trying to have a relatable conversation. And he got this weird ass shit. He thought, okay, here's somebody I can talk to and I don't have I to I can be... relate to, yeah, I don't have to... No. Put on airs or whatever. I could just talk to this dude. Like, what's up with this fucking white exactly. family? I don't have to code switch. I can right. Just be normal. Right. <laughs> like, but no, Walter's weirder no, than all of them. You have to code switch more for Walter. <laughs> so Chris is just kind of like, oh, okay. And he just walks off. Yeah, but he pulls out a cigarette, though, on his walk. And he seems like seemingly disgusted by it. Like, it yeah. worked. He makes his face like, ew. So he's back up in the room now and he tells Rose, look, I think your mom hypnotized me last night. And she's kind of, what? What are you talking about? She's so ditzy. Faux ditzy. I hate her. Right. And he tells her about it and then he can't really remember what happened, but... Now the thought of a cigarette makes him want to vomit. And obviously his her mom did some shit to him. And Rose is kind of irritated. And Chris is like, also, I had this fucked up dream that I was in a hole or something. It was really weird. So he kind of remembers the sunken place. And here's another big red flag. Like if I'm Chris and I know that someone has hypnotized me against my own will. I'm like, I am leaving right now. Like she got inside my brain. I did not give her fucking permission to get inside. No, fuck you, Rose. Fuck your family. I'm out. Also, Rose is not, again, not taking his for real feelings. It's like if I took my, if I took Cass home and my mom hypnotized her, I'd be like, we're going. I'm sorry. My mother did this to you. Mom, 
We'll talk about this later. She, Babe, she's like, I'm sorry, go. that sucks. But she doesn't. Yeah, she's like, hmm. She means well. And then he goes, okay, well, what's Walter's what deal? What the fuck is up with Walter? Because he is weird. He's a creeper. He's kind of Uncle Thomas. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? And he says, that dude's vibe is straight hostile. hostile. Like, he's maybe he's jealous. Like, maybe he's into you. And she's like, you think mm-hmm. I have a chance so with you him? you think I have a chance? She's, again, trying to just make a joke out of his legit feelings Concerns. Ugh. Ugh. but then she says i'm gonna talk to my dad and he's like no girl don't let's just ignore it and move on we only have to be here for another day let's just i don't want to deal with that i don't want to cause a scene which i get and then we hear some cars pulling up so she goes to look out the window and it's it's not like one guy came and then everybody's showing up randomly and the party started too it, it's like everybody came at two o'clock. Right. They're all in a line driving up into this bitch. It's, it's like w- the president has arrived. It's, it's a weird. bunch of black sedans. It is. And she's like, okay, it's just going to be like a bunch of old people. And y'all, it's a bunch of old and middle-aged white folks. And they're all dressed up. And I would be, like myself, I'd be mad as fuck that I didn't have... Because her... It's in like jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, and Rose know. is not dressed up either. They look like a house hunter couple. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a t-shirt too yeah. and jeans. So she's introducing him to some people. And this one lady is like feeling all up on Chris's arm. <laughs> she's Rose is giving her the, can you slow your roll eyeballs? Mm-hmm. And the woman's like, is it true? Is he better? Rose and Chris are both like, wow, okay. Wow. Wow. Even before that, like, they, they met another couple. It was the Greens. And Mr. Green, like, he shakes his hand. And Mr. Green's like, oh, that's a good grip. Like, do you golf? Yeah. And Chris's like, oh, I don't golf. And he's like, I don't do it anymore. But, like, I know Tiger Woods. Cool. Tiger Woods is cool. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. They go and meet another couple. And the man's talking about... he. Is looking Chris straight in the eyeball and talking about how being black is in fashion now. Yeah, like fair skin needs to be the shit, but now black is in fashion. Black skin's in fashion. Can you not? Can you hear the words coming out of your mouth? Right. Like, ugh. And Chris, he's just, he's, he walks off. He's like, I'm going to take some photos. I'm going to go take some fucking pictures, AKA get away from these white people. And he sees Dean and Dean kind of tries to wave him over, but he just ignores that Uh -uh. shit because he is not trying to be part of that. And he sees another black guy by the drinks table. So he's like, yes. He's like, oh, thank God. Thank goodness. (laughs) So he heads over and y'all, who do you think it is? Uh, It's Dre from the beginning, but he is all weird old man white white style. Like with a straw hat. And a blazer and and just being really weird. brown blazer that nobody would wear who was under 50 and chris is even like ah like it's good to see another brother around here he's acting weird as hell and then this woman comes up who's i guess his wife she's all like oh honey what's going on she's this older white lady and she takes him away chris tries to reach out and give him a little like dab and the man just shakes his his fist his name we realize at this point too that his name is he introduces himself as Logan logan king yeah not, so not Dre. Dre. And he shaved too, because Dre had like a little beard yeah. thing going. But he's, it's him. I mean, you could see, tell it to him. So Logan walks off to like another couple and like this is like weird little twirl. Like, look at yeah, me. They're all like admiring. And they're him. like, ooh. And Chris is like, what the? I think he what says, is what happening? the fuck? <laughs> and he, but he walks off and he comes upon this other man just sitting by himself in this like grouping of chairs. And the man set, introduces himself and this is Jim. Chris recognizes the man's name. Right. He says, oh, I admire your work. The man is a gallery owner. Jim Hudson. And, you know, Chris takes photographs. So he, I guess, wants to be in galleries and stuff. And the man is like, yeah, I'm an admirer of your work too. But 
we find out that also he's blind. He's blind. So how does that work? His but assistant describes the pictures in great detail. No. I'm like, ah, uh, no. Mm, no. Okay. But Chris sits down to chat with him and they talk about Chris's work and then they talk about Jim's work. And Jim does say, look, I did used to be able to see, but I have a genetic disease and now I, I've gone I blind. So Chris is back in the house and he heads upstairs. And as soon as he, like, he's not even fully upstairs. And the, all the people that are in the house chatting, they stop talking. Everyone stops talking. The minute he goes up the stairs. And they all, like, look up towards yeah. the stairs. So he goes into... Like, everyone. It's creepy. It's so creepy. It's, oh, it's so, like, Stepford Wives kind of mm-hmm. weird vibe. So he goes into the room, you know, the bedroom that him and Rose are staying in, and he sees his phone is unplugged. Again. So he goes and looks at his phone, and it's dead. And he, so he plugs it back in. He's kind of looking around because he hears humming. It's Georgina up there fucking around, I guess, in Jerry's room. Looking at room. herself or some shit. But then Rose pops up. And he's like, come in here. Come in this room right now. Come look at this. And he tells her, Georgina unplugged my phone. Like, why is she unplugging my shit? And Rose doesn't believe him. She says, why do you think she did that? And he goes, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't like that I'm with you because I'm black and you're white. Maybe she's got a problem with that. You know, because sometimes black women do. And, right. <laughs> And she's, he's all worked up. And she, again, is making a joke. And this time he gets kind of pissed. He's like, you know what? Forget it. Well, because he's like, it's a thing. Like, this is actually a thing in the black community. Like, you don't understand. I've heard of it, yeah. Right. Sames. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, he's just like, you know what? Whatever. Forget it. It's fine. Fuck you. Basically. Fine. Pretty Basically. much. Like, cool. And she just rolls her eyes and leaves. Hmm. Bitch. I hate her. So he plugs his phone back in and he calls a rod. And he's like, these folks are acting like they've never met a black person who doesn't work for them before in their lives. It's really weird. I don't like it here. Also, I think I was hypnotized last <laughs> night. <laughs> right. And Rod's like, get the fuck out of there. Right. Pretty I'm, much. He's like, obviously. how are you not as afraid of this shit? They could be doing all kinds of weird shit to you. White people love making people sex slaves. That's what I mean. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's like, man, they could have done anything to you. They love to make, white people love to make people sex slaves. And I was like, do we? Do, do you? Do we? Do you? I don't know. And then he goes into this long, hilarious oh rant about, God, Jeffrey, about Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know if you know this. White people love making people sex slaves and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not a kinky sex family, dog. Look, Jeffrey Dahmer was eating the shit out of niggas' heads, okay? But that was after he fucked the heads. Do you think they saw that shit coming? Hell no. Okay? They was coming over there like, oh, I guess I'm gonna just suck a little dick, maybe jiggle some balls and shit. No, they didn't get a chance to jiggle shit because their head was off their fucking body. Yeah, they still sucked the dick, but without their heads. It was fucking weird, detached head shit. You know, that's Jeffrey Dahmer business. They just thought they were coming over to suck some dick and juggle some balls. They didn't get a chance to juggle some balls. They were still sucking dick, but like... After they died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying at this Uh, point. I love him so much. And Chris has no sense of humor. And he's like, look, man, the black people out here are weird as hell, too. And Rod's like, like, I think they missed the movement. He's like, man, they're probably hypnotized. He's he's not far off. And Chris just hangs up on his ass. And then Georgina pops up and startles him. And she says, listen, I'm super sorry for touching your stuff without asking. And she gives some bullshit excuse. Like I was cleaning the desk and it came unplugged and I didn't want to touch it again. So I didn't plug it back in. How foolish of me. She's so weird. I she's keep like saying smiling weird. the whole time. It's not just, it's creepy. Like she's smiling the whole time, whatever. It, oh, I hate oh. it. He's just like, cool. You know, cool. He's like, I ain't no snitch. He says, listen, you know, when there's just too many white people around, I get nervous, you know? And she's like, no, I don't know. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
I don't know at all. That's not my experience. And he just goes, all right. Okay. <laughs> and all she right. just walks off like a fucking weirdo. Well, no. This she is starts, he goes, this bitch is crazy. No, no, before she walks off, you know, she's staring at him. And then she starts to do that laugh. Cry. Cry. Like one and then tear. Like, <laughs> oh. Oh, no. 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 I do something. That's not my experience. Not at all. The Armitages are so good to us. They treat us like family. And she like runs out the room, like yeah, she scurries quick. quick. So and yeah, he, and he's like, this bitch is crazy. He's uncomfortable, but he's like, okay. And he just heads back outside and Dean is there and he goes, Chris, I learned you two some people and we beat, we meet a bunch of really sus white folks. A, a group. He's assaulted. There is one Asian One Asian man. guy, a really old Asian guy. And so ass. Then the one Asian guy is like, hey, Chris. Do you find the being African American has more advantage? Or disadvantage in the modern world. And Chris is just like my guy. Like <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't come know, on, now. man. I don't, what? I don't know. Why are you asking me this? But like Logan pops up and he's like, Logan, why don't you take this one? You're black. And Dre goes, Logan, yeah, slash Dre. He goes, I don't know. It's been pretty good for me. Mm-hmm. It's been mostly pleasant, but I really can't speak on it because I just kind of stay at home and do chores. Just at the house mostly now. It's like Logan, girl. You're at least 30. What do you mean just get the house? You don't have any experience? You've been a black man for a really long time. You can speak on this, but okay. So Chris is trying to take the most down low, obvious down low photo I've ever seen in my life of Dre. Because he kind of recognizes him. Yeah, he's like, something's wrong with him. Like, I want a picture. But his phone flashes when he takes the photo. And the flash just sets Logan slash Dre off. His nose starts bleeding, and then he looks at Chris, and he starts yelling, get out! And he's grabbing him. Get out, get the fuck out of here. And yelling at him to get out. And it seems, like, really hostile, but, like, we know it's a warning. Well, we know. We didn't know then, but we know it's a warning. But he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's, yeah, so Chris is just kind of like, man, chill out. It's okay. Get out. Sorry, man. Okay. Get out! Yo! Yo, chill, man. Chill, 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 chill man. We got to chill. Get the fuck out of here. And then Jeremy comes up and grabs Dre and drags him off. And then now we're in the living room. And it's like Chris and Rose and Dean and a bunch of other white people. And Dean's like, look. It was a seizure. Sometimes seizures can trigger aggression because Dean is a neurosurgeon, so he thinks he knows. Uh-huh. Rose is a little skeptical, and Dean's like, look, the flash just set him off. And then Missy comes in with Dre, and Dre is like, y'all, I'm so sorry. My bad. Sorry for that. I'm just going to go home and lay down. Sorry especially to you, Chris. <laughs> Chris is like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, too. I, I didn't know the flash the was The flash gonna... was going to be such a big problem. So then Dre and his old lady wife leave. And Chris and Rose are like, let's go on a walk. Well, Rose says, we're going to go on a walk. Because it wasn't Chris's yeah, idea. Yeah, because Chris is like out. super upset. He's like, look, my cousin has epilepsy. That wasn't a fucking seizure. 
Right. Like, that's not also, what happens. I, I know seizures. And yeah, right. Seizure. But she, yeah, she's like, well, my dad's a neurosurgeon, so. So if, he gotta know. If he says that's what it was. I, that's what it was. That's what it was. And he says, look, how long have you known Logan? And she goes, well, I just met him today. And Chris is like, I feel like I have met him. And she's like, you, you've met Logan? He goes, no, not, not this Logan. Logan. The, the, the guy that but, came at me. Just not Logan. He's like, not Logan, but like when I snap that picture, the guy that came at me, I think that I knew guy. him. Yeah. So Chris says, I think your mom got in my head. I'm feel I'm thinking all this crazy shit I don't want to think about. I don't want to be here. I'm all fucked up. So we at this point we start kind of flipping back and forth between Dean and Chris and Rose. And Dean and all the other white people have gathered at some chairs. And Dean is like doing some weird finger action. Yeah, it's like we a zoom weird out here auction a we, bingo. It's a weird auction. He's doing an auction. And we zoom out and we see there's a big picture of Chris yeah. in a frame. And so these people are auctioning. They're bidding on Chris. Bidding on Chris. Dean is auctioning Which, him off. I don't know how long they expected them to go on that walk. But like it seems really risky to do this while they're still like just. Well, he has he has trust that Rose will keep him away keep long him. enough. Because she's in on it. I mean, she's on on it. So, yeah, like I said, they're going back and forth. And Chris tells Rose, listen, I want to go home. And she's kind of irritated. She's like, without me. And he just says. Whatever you Whatever want. Whatever you want. Like, basically, I'm leaving. You can come or stay, bitch. Pretty much. And she turns away toward the lake because they're sitting on this bench by a lake. And she's kind of annoyed. And back at the auction, we see that he, Chris has been sold to that blind man. Yes. For, like, what, $20 million? I don't know. It seemed like it was a lot. Whatever. He did twenty, So either 20000 or $20 million. Probably out. twenty. Well, I, it's got to be a million, It's right? got to be a million it's for this million. kind of shit. Right. So I'll text Jordan Peele and ask him. Good. Okay. Right. We see Jeremy and Missy are watching this whole auction too, kind of just from afar. They're not sitting in the chairs, just watching. But back with Chris and Rose, he says, you know what? Remember how I told you about the night my mom died and I didn't call 911? I just sat there at home watching TV, not doing anything. Well, I found out later that she initially did survive the, the hit. And she didn't die until she had just laid there for several hours alone. And cold while I was watching TV. He's like, you know, if I had called somebody and somebody had gone looking for her, she wouldn't have died. But I didn't. And so he's crying. He's upset. Yeah, that's a lot of guilt to place on like a little kid. He was like 10, I think, when this happened. Little kid. And she's like, I'm sorry. He goes, look, I'm not going to leave you here. I love you. And she's like, I love you too. I'll never abandon you. You're all I have. And I'm like, go, Chris, go. Leave her Leave this bitch. So they head back to the house. And we see Jeremy's weird ass standing on the porch playing a ukulele. Just, why i know i just everything he does is stupid and weird he's so fucking weird right. so walter and georgina are there smiling and smiling being smiling creepily yeah. and dean and misty are there too they all are there yeah and then they all just go in the house so yeah rose and chris go in the house and they all follow them in like ooh. in the bathroom chris sends the picture that he took of dre to rod and rod calls like immediately bam and rod says that's Dre. that's Dre. he used to kick it with veronica teresa's sister that worked at the movie theater off of eighth and, like, <laughs> and chris is like yes that's how i, I know it. him this is fucking wild man but like he's 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 different right it's like sex slave <laughs> get the fuck i told out. you motherfucker leave and then chris's phone dies oh. and 
you know, Ryder's like, oh, shit, his phone must have died. That sucks. But he's not too worried at this, at this point. point. He's a little curious, he's though. He's just like, Why, what's with Dre doing there? So Rose pops up, and she's like, are you ready to go? Are you packing? He's like, we got to leave right this second. Right now. He's like, I'll tell you everything in the car. We got to go. Get your bag. Let's get the fuck out of here. She's like, cool. I got to go get my bag. So she leaves the room. And he sees this little weird half door. Like a little baby door. It's like a closet, but a half-sized door. Yeah, it's weird. And it's half, it's like open a little bit. So he goes in there to look. And he finds a box, and it's full of photos. And it's Rose, and she's like acting in plays and doing this and that. And then there's a bunch of pics with her and other black men. Like, she's dating them. You can tell, like, they're together. And he's like, she told me I was the first black man she's right. dated. So what is this? But they're like, she's had more. Rose has had more black men than the Kardashians. A lot. Like, yeah. like a lot. And he sees Walter. Walter. And then he sees Georgina. Her and Georgina. So I'm like, okay, oh, Rose, was, bisexual. Mm-hmm. Hey, LGBT. I'm not mad at her for that. And so he's freaking out. He puts them all back in the box, closes the door, and she's standing right there. there. And he's like, I was just looking for Look, my camera. Nothing to see here. Look for my camera. And she picks up, she's like, this camera right here? Mm-mm. So he's like, okay, I, I want to leave. Where are the keys? Give me the keys. I want to put the bags in the car. And she's, oh, I can't I find, can't find them. them. There's so much junk in my purse. <laughs> and he says, okay, we're just going to walk and look. We're going to walk and look. Let's go. And he's, he's ready. Like, he's like, I want to get the fuck he out of here. stressed, impressed. Okay? Real I upset. would be too. And so they're going downstairs, and Jeremy is standing in front of the front door. With, with a fucking lacrosse stick. Yes. Like he's so a ukulele. Where is he getting his props? Where? <laughs> Jeremy? <laughs> he just shows up with more weird things every time. Right. And the mom is there with her cup, her saucer. So Jeremy's like, where are y'all going? And Chris says, I'm just putting the bags in the car. And this is when Missy pops up with her cup and saucer. And ask if anybody wants tea. And Chris says, no, we're leaving. Nope, actually. Gonna go home. And Missy says, is something wrong? And Rose gives an excuse so they can leave. And Chris is like, Rose, those keys? I need those keys. ASAP. And she goes, well, I'm still looking. And we see Dean. He shows up from the other room. They're all like like, standing by the fireplace. But it's it's hard to describe. Yes. Because they're demeanor at this point that it's all shifted and it's menacing yeah they feel like they're closing in on chris like surrounding him from all sides but they're not close to him but it feels like they're closing very menacing but i I know what you're saying yes (laughs) dean goes so dean goes yeah oh man you're looking at the fire he's like he's being all introspective (sighs) and weird what's your purpose chris chris is like cool Rose, the fucking keys. Don't have time for this with the motherfucking keys. And he starts yelling at her. He's like, give me the keys. The keys, Rose, the keys. And Jeremy swings that lacrosse stick at him. And Rose is still playing her part all, you know, like, what's happening? And she's crying. <laughs> what's happening? And they, then they start to actually close, close in, in on yeah. him. And Chris is again, the keys, Rose. And then she holds him up with her hand. And she goes, you know I, I can't can give, give you the keys, keys right? babe. <laughs> So and she's like immediately not crying anymore. Yes. It's just the, like the mask has fallen off. You know off. you're not getting out of here. And he's like he's a little taken aback, a little shook. And Jeremy tries to rush up to him, but then Missy hits the teacup three times, and Chris just falls. like a log falls over. And Jeremy's stupid ass goes, "Man, did y'all see that? He fell right over." Jeremy, they're all standing right here. Like yes, we they all saw, saw it. it. We all saw this shit happen. So Jeremy and Dean carry Chris downstairs. Because he's now, you know, right. they're he's in the out. sunken place with the uh, cup, 
twirling. Yeah. Like, he fell into the sunken place. And I like how Rose stands over him, like, right before he sinks. She's like, you were always one of my favorites. Fuck off, Rose. Bitch. I hate her. Hate her so much. So, he must be down in this basement for a minute, because it's, like, the next day. Because that was nighttime, mm-hmm. and now it's morning time, and Rod is at work. He's trying to call Chris. He is calling and just calling getting and calling. So, then he goes over to Chris's house. He's still like, calling. He's like, Chris, you there? Not here. He's getting a voicemail. Feeds his dog. He's getting worried. He's watching TV with the dog, but he's like, you know what? I'm, me, a, I'm worried. Let me so, do a little research. Let me do some snooping. Let me do a little goog. So he Googles Dre, and he finds an article saying that he's missing. And Rod is like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Things so, are amiss. Back at the house, Chris is passed out in a leather chair. He comes to. His hands and legs are tied They're to the bound. chair. They're and he's struggling to get loose, looking around the room. It's like a game room. There's like pool table and a deer and like head deer, on the wall. Yeah. And he's set up in front of this really old school TV, like a box <laughs> like TV. Like a floor TV. Yeah. And the TV pops on. And it's this real like bucolic scene, like a field and flowers. And then this old man shows up talking about how he's Roman Armitage, Rose's grandpa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've been chosen because of your physical advantages. advantages. You've joined your entire lifetime. You know, we're going to join together and become something perfect. And so I'm talking about the coagular procedure. <laughs> He never explains what it is. He's no, just he like, just says it's coagula. man-made. It's the coagular procedure. It's man-made. It was recently perfected. Don't fight it. One day, you'll enjoy being a member of our family. He's like, you're going to be in the sunken place, and somebody else is going to basically be in charge of your body. Sorry about you. Don't fight it. And then the video turns, and it's that teacup again, and she stirs it, she taps, and Chris gasps and passes and out. He's out. He's out again. Now we're back with Rod. He is at the police station now because he wants to report the, some shit's up he's talking to this lady cop who actually is maxine shaw from living single oh, is it? yes it is yes i was like oh maxine i was like she looks familiar but then i forgot to look her up so he's telling her he's like look this isn't tsa business but i need to talk to you right. so he's telling her the story it's like my boy's been missing for two days she goes your son, your son? <laughs> <laughs> nah my friend my friend he's brought the dog with like, you, you know, you can't go anywhere without this dog. And he says, look, two days ago, he left with this white girl. And now, you know, he's missing. He shows her a picture of Dre. He's like, this guy been missing for six months. She's not trying to hear his shit. No, he is there. She isn't. He's like, he's from Brooklyn. He don't dress like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, look, they are out there abducting black people, brainwashing them, and making, making them, them sex, sex slaves. And she goes... Okay. And she goes to grab some colleagues. I'd like to point out that she's black and the two colleagues she grabbed are also black. Yes. So he tells the story again and then they all laugh at him. Poor Rod. Poor Because he's like, I'm pretty much like on y'all's level. I'm TSA, so right. I'm a detective too. Here's my story. And they all laugh at him. Yeah. And she's like, don't ever tell me I don't do shit for y'all. <laughs> I just brought y'all this comic relief so he leaves he's back at chris's apartment and he calls chris again for like the 30th time this time rose answers Mm -hmm. and she's like chris and rob goes no it's rob where is chris and she tells him well he left two days ago she's and she goes oh my god you haven't seen him he's like he panicked and left and he left his phone so he says look i went to the police and told them he was missing and she goes oh good you know and he goes how did he leave and she's like i don't know a cab cab? or like an uber maybe i don't know he's like well what cab service did he use he's yeah 
And he puts, he's like, you know what? Can you hang on for a second? He puts her on mute. And he's like, this. <laughs> bitch, I know you lying. This lying ass bitch. This lying ass hoe. So he's like, I'm going to record this. I'm going to record this motherfucker. So he gets, gets, he records it. Yes. You lying bitch. She is lying like a motherfucker. I know that. Ooh, that TSA shit tingles. This motherfucker's lying. Fuck, I got you. I'm going to record your ass. Record the shit out of you. You talk too goddamn much. You're going to say something. Record, speaker, unmute. <clears throat> uh, Rose? Uh-huh. Um, so last time I talked to Chris, he told me your mama hypnotized him. Rod, just stop. Huh? I know why you're calling. Why is that? <laughs> it's kind of obvious, don't you think? That there's something between us? No, what you talking about, girl? I called you about Chris. No, Rod. Whenever we'd go out, I remember you looking at me. What the fuck you know? Chris is my best friend. Hey, look, if you give something to him... I know you think about fucking me, Rod. Ain't nobody thought about fucking you. Why would you say some stupid shit? What the... You ass, fuck you. I didn't want to... Fuck you! Bye! Shit! Ah, she's so... She's a fucking... She's a... Ah, she's a genius. While she's on the phone and talking to Rob, we see Dean is watching this whole convo. Their whole family's so weird. Oh, they're so weird. So downstairs, Chris wakes up again. And he's been scratching at this leather chair in his For a minute. In his sleep. And like some of the stuffing is showing now. Yes. And the TV pops back on and he's like, wait, 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 wait. But it's Jim. The it's blind man, the blind art dealer. Right. And he's in a hospital gown, like in a hospital bed, and he's like, Chris, uh, you can talk to me. I you can I can hear what you're saying. If you want to ask any questions, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, it's no big deal. Right? And Chris asks where Rose is. That's not the question I'm asking. For real. And Jim Fuck says, a Rose right now. Yeah. Jim tells him about the procedure and how there's three phases. Phase one is the hypnotism. Phase two is the mental prep they're in right now. Mm -hmm. And phase three is the transplantation. Right. Where Jim's consciousness gets put into Chris's body somehow. I and there'll be a little sliver of Chris left in the sunken place. That's where he'll live. But like Jim will be the drive. driver. Yes. He's like, you're just body. like a passenger in your body. I'll be the driver. Which sounds like absolute hell. Sounds like ass. Oh my God. Chris is not happy about that, obviously. Mm -hmm. And Jim's like, hate it for you. And then he but goes, we, I'm done. Right. <laughs> We get a little flashback, though, of Georgina and Logan. Like, when they break through for a second, Chris is like, oh, shit. This mm -hmm. is what this is. It's all piecing together in his mind. And Jim tells him, he says, look, I don't actually care that you're black. I don't care what race you are. All I want is your eyes. Is your eye. Because Chris asked him, like, why, why, why black yeah. people? Like, why us? And he's like. I don't know. Some people want to be faster. Some people want to be stronger. Some people want to be cooler. And it's like a flashback of all the conversations he had yeah. at the party. Or like the guy was like, black is in fashion. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And like yeah. you said, he's like, I don't give a fuck what color you are. I want your eyes. And then he's just like, bye. <laughs> I'm good. Bye. Turn it off. So the TV goes off. Chris sees the stuffing hanging out of the chair. And you see him kind of like, hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just picking at him a little bit. And the TV comes back on. It's that fucking teacup again. He passes and he's it. out. So we see Jim in the operating room. Dean's getting them all prepped for surgery. Jeremy comes in with his little mustache to assist. Ugh. Dean starts cutting fucking Jim's head off. Or the top of his the head top off. Of the head. And Jeremy takes a wheelchair to go collect Chris. 
Chris is passed out in that chair. Jeremy unhooks him from the binding and he's kind of checking, the wheelchair has an IV hooked up. So he's Mm -hmm. kind of checking the IV. I think he's about to inject something into the IV. And then we see Chris grab like one of the pool table balls or something. A big, like a A bocce ball. Yeah. It's a big ball. It's a big ass horror ball. And he hits Jeremy over the head. Bam. And Jeremy goes down. And And he hits him again. Yeah. He's like groaning and shit. And Chris just hits him again. He looks dead. Yeah. So I thought he, or he looks dead. And this is, I cheer at this moment because most horror movies, they like mildly injure someone yeah. who's after them and then proceed to run. I'm like, no, like you finish that shit. He looks dead and his he eyes looks- are open. Right. I mean, he looks dead. He's not, but he looks dead. So Chris walks out of the room and he's looking around the hall and he comes, he kind of sees the deer head and he's thinking, hmm. And then we are with Dean again, and he's removing Jim's, the top of Jim's skull. Yeah. And he's like, Jeremy, where are you with, you know, the new guy? Jeremy's not there. So Dean goes out in the hall to look for him, and he's looking around, and then Chris comes out of nowhere and stabs the shit out of him with that deer antler. Right in the throat, right? And takes him out. Dean kind of stumbles into the operating room, falls down. He's dead. Now we got two dead folks. Finally. When he falls in the operating room, weirdly, they had like two pillar candles lit. Like they're having some (laughs) sort of weird ritual in there. And it starts to... He knocks one over and it starts to fire. Yeah. It's just there to start this fire, but it's weird. I don't get it. Why they would have pillars lit in an operating room. Yeah. Who knows? Doesn't seem sanitary. They needed a fire. Well, Chris heads upstairs. He hears Georgina humming. So he goes in the kitchen and she gets startled when she sees him and she just runs off. He sees his phone sitting on the kitchen table. He grabs it and then he sees Missy. They make eye contact and we see there's a teacup. In between them. She makes a break for it. But he gets there first. Yep. And he throws it on the ground and breaks it. Like, fuck this teacup. Then they have a staring contest. And she grabs the leather opener and stab, tries to stab him, but yo, she gets him in the palm. Right in the middle of his palm. And he's just like, you ain't taking nope. me out, bitch. Mm-mm. It didn't even look like it fucking hurt him. Mm-mm. He is so hopped up on all the fucking adrenaline. racism yeah. and adrenaline. Like, <laughs> racism <just> and adrenaline. <laughs> That's enough. He manages to stab her in like the neck with it. Right. And then she's dead. R.I.P. bitch. Thank goodness. Unfortunately, Jeremy was not dead because now he's back. And he jumps on Chris. He's got him in the headlock. They're fighting. Chris is trying to open the front door because they're by the front door. He right. keeps opening it, but Jeremy keeps kicking it back shut. And he puts Chris in like a sleeper hold. One of those. And he's counting like one, two. One Mississippi. Jeremy. I hate you. Fuck. <laughs> Chris, I'm like, girl, you have this leather opener. But he lets Jeremy get him almost passed out before he stabs Jeremy with the leather opener. And then he just starts kicking the he shit. He fucks him up. Like, he's like, I'm going to make sure you're dead now, motherfucker. Right. Like, we, like blood everywhere. He, he killed him. Like, killed. He dead, dead. Killed, killed him. Killed him. <laughs> with a T at the end. He grabs Jeremy's keys out of his pocket upstairs. <laughs> we see Rose's bitch ass. And she's eating some dry fruit loops. It's like it's a deconstructed bowl of of fruit loops because she has just a glass of milk and a bowl of fruit loops and she's like taking a fruit loop and then taking a sip of milk and she's got some headphones and she's mm-hmm. listening to that dirty dancing soundtrack and she's looking for herself a new black man right because she's, she's on like a dating site or but something. also like she was using a bing search i'm like you can never trust a bitch that searches on bing Mm-mm. bing is shady as hell right. that's not where it's that at. was that should have been your first mm-hmm. red flag chris so outside, Chris gets into Jeremy's car. Weirdly, there's a helmet in there, like an old school, like a fucking knight helmet, like a chain mail yep, suit yeah, knight yeah. helmet. 
where does Jeremy get this shit? I don't know. But he calls 911 as he starts to drive off and he accidentally hits Georgina because he did he's on the phone, he's not, you know, he didn't see her. And he stops and he's like, I should go, but he can't do it, y'all. He just because can't do it. That's it's his mom, right? Yeah, like, he's, he thinks he's about his mother. That. So he does he goes back and he grabs her, he puts her in the car. And he's driving. Rose comes, at this point, she comes out of the house with a shotgun. With like an AR-15. I guess she smelled the smoke. She finally realized the house was burning down. Because behind her, it's fully right. engulfed. And she just says, Grandma. And yeah, and then Georgina like pops up in the front seat. We see a big scar on her forehead that she's been hiding with her mm-hmm. hair. Her, hair, her wig. wig is pushed back a little. Her wig is a little snatched. And she starts attacking Chris. You ruined my house. And she rains on him with a fist of fucking fury. He ri- drives off the road. They hit a tree. And that's R.I.P. Grandma because she's mm-hmm. dead now. Chris is a little jacked. He's, he's a, a little fucked. He's a little fucked up. Rose like shoots the shotgun and shoots the mirror off the car. Mm-hmm. But he just gets out of the car. I wouldn't have done that. but And she's still shooting him. She's a terrible shot. He's trying to Trying to run off, but he's got like a bum leg at this point, so he can't get that fast. And she's reloading, like recocking the shotgun, shooting at him. And then we see Walter come running out from nowhere, and she's like, Grandpa, get him. And he grabs Chris and tackles him, and he's trying to like gouge out his fucking eyes. And Chris takes out his phone and flashes that camera at him, mm-hmm. and then Walter gets up. And he turns to Rose and he's like, let me do it. Give me the shotgun. And so she hands it to him and he shoots her ass right in the stomach. Yeah, because that flash brought him back. And I'm like, all right, brother Walter. Yes. <laughs> Bye, bitch. And then he turns back to Chris, cocks that gun, and shoots himself in the yeah, head. He don't want to be in the second place anymore. Because he knows. Right. He's going to go back. He only has a, t- a very small yeah. window of being himself. And he's like, fuck this. And Rose is on the ground. She tries to kind of grab the gun because she's not quite dead, but... Chris gets it. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you. you. He's like, yeah, okay. He nods and he chokes her out. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, Barry. She starts, like, grinning and smiling while he's choking her. Ooh, it's so creepy. I love the fact in the scene that he didn't kill her with a gun. Like, that he just, it's very personal. Like, bitch. Listen, you know how long you got to squeeze somebody's neck to kill them? That's true. He didn't squeeze long enough, first of all. And how much hand strength you got to have to kill a person. And he was already wounded. But that's neither here nor there. But she does. Like, she's smiling at him while she's dying. Because she's a fucking stops. monster. He stops. She's not dead. And we hear a whoop, whoop, a siren. And we see the flashing lights. <sighs> so it's the police. And so, like, at this point in the movie, I'm like, fuck. A black man standing over a white woman. Because she like, starts going, crouched Help. over her, yeah. I'm like, okay, I know where this is he going. He puts his hands up. Cause yeah, he, immediately, he's like, like I, I know where this is. Um, yeah, but it's not the cops. It's Rod! It's Rod! Yay! He gets out he the car. Rose looks like this bitch. Like, motherfucker. Chris is happy to see him. He walks over. He just gets right in the car. Mm-hmm. Rod just gets in. They turn around and drive off. And Rod's like, I told you the house. They stare, like, for a while, and Rod's like, I told you not to go in the house, man. Yeah. like... Like I told, I said, and Chris goes, how did you find me? And this is when Rod delivers the most iconic line of the movie. He says, I'm T.S. motherfucking A. We handle shit. That's what we do. I'm T.S. motherfucking motherfucking A. A. We We handle handle shit. That's what we do. (laughs) Ah, And they drive off as Rose is in the background gasping for air and then she dies. And then she dies. The end. The end. Oh, man. That was a long one. What did you think? But Tell I, me your thoughts. I love this movie. I love everything Jordan Peele does. So, yeah. 
Yeah. When I rented this movie on Amazon, because that's how I watched it. I don't know how you watched it. They gave you the original ending with Jordan Peele's commentary. Mm -hmm. And the original ending is much more... Somber. Yes. And also more indicative of the times, I would like to say. Because in the original ending, it's actually cops. And they arrest him and he goes to prison for... For, for murdering murder. all of them because the house burned down so there's no there's proof. no evidence of anything and it's his word against like these rich ass white people yeah. and i think uh rod goes to visit him in prison and chris is just like give it up like dude like you're yeah. fighting a losing battle and he goes back to his cell and that's the movie it's <sighs> i would have hated that yeah ending. i don't like that ending. i mean i get why that jordan peele thought that was a good for sure ending. It is a good ending. It's just not it the is. one it's you want It's more realistic yes. ending for sure. It's not It's not the resolution you want but at Chris the end of a horror Earth, movie. Chris, Jordan Peele said that like in the original ending, Chris, he felt at peace with the fact that he went back and got Georgina yeah. and rescued her. And that's what he would he didn't do for his mother. Right. And so, so like he free. was fine. Yeah, he was yeah. free and he was good with being in jail. Yeah. I don't like that. I you know, people want a happy ending, and that's... I don't always need a happy ending, but I think in this movie, I did. I needed it. I needed it. Because these we, people were fucking terrible. Oh, God. We had gotten so much for the last, like, hour and 45 right. minutes. You just bombarded us with all this horrible shit. I need that happy Chris wins in the end. Absolutely. Shall we rate it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Chucky, jump scares, what did you give it? I gave it a two. I gave it a few. I gave it a 1.5. I didn't didn't jump a lot in this movie, but it was was a couple of jump scares. For Freddy, mind fuckery, what did you give it? I gave it a four. I gave it a five. It's, yeah, it's doing a lot. There's a lot of mind fuckery here. Especially as I told you via text this afternoon. And I think I said at the beginning of this, when, when I went back and watched it for the podcast... I guess I am terrible at watching movies because I must be looking at my phone constantly. But when I watch stuff for the podcast, I have to actually look at stuff and listen to what they're saying. Right. So I saw and caught, and maybe just also knowing the ending, so many more things. So knowing the ending when you watch it again helps a lot. It's crazy. It is. Like how many little things. things. Because Jordan Peele is a fucking mastermind yeah, so many things he's put in there oh. that you're like oh he's so man good. i loved him so much jordan pill please be our friend <laughs> <laughs> what do we do uh leather face for gore i can't hear the 1.5 it's there's not really there's not a lot of i gore. say there's not but there really well, is so i gave it a three <laughs> because towards the end like there's a brain that goes into yeah. like the there's a head cutting off yeah. there's someone impaled by a deer there's a Letter yeah. opener. I'm going to raise mine to 3.5. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, let me change that. But it, you think it's not, but it, it's just but it all is. within like the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, the last half hour is really pretty gory. gory. Okay, my uh, bad. I'm giving it a 3.5. 3.5? What about Hannibal? How smart is it with the twist? I gave it a 4. I think it's doing a good a good amount of things. I gave it a 5. I think the twist was good, like the the whole sunken place, the whole bidding on black people. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I saw no, something coming, I, but I didn't see that right. coming. Because you, I mean, you get the vibe from the whole family that something's Something's off, not but right. But you don't know what it is. Yes. Agreed. And then Pennywise, your overall feeling. I gave it a 4.5. I really like it. 
I really like it a I lot. I gave it a five because I love Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah. So my overall score is 19.5. Oh, wow. Mine is 18. Which is super high for us. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. It's so good. It's really, it makes you think, which I think good movies should do. Makes you kind of contemplate things and think about your place in society and stuff. It does. And, and for me, like, it was one of the first horror movies to where, like, it was from a realistic black perspective. Yes, for sure. It wasn't just, like, some black character who just dies, like, first, 10 minutes in yeah. or whatever. Like, Jordan Peele did a really good job of portraying the microaggressions that black people go through, like, all the time. And it's it's phenomenal You know, but me. it's also not pandering. It's yes. not like, oh, I made a movie for black people. No. It's just, it's still a hor- it's, it's still, still a great a horror, movie. horror movie. Yeah. It's great. Right. So what are we doing next week? <sighs> mm. We've put it off for long enough. We have. And we're we're gonna do the Babadook. Oh god. Look, we've both seen this movie before. I hate this movie. <laughs> I hate this child. Yeah, maybe that's it. I hate this child. I watched this movie. I say watched in quotes because frankly, I was not paying attention because this kid is so goddamn loud. He screams for the whole hour and a half, lot. however long and this I movie just is. Spent a lot of the movie wishing, wishing that the dead. Babadook will come mm-hmm. and fucking kill mm-hmm. him. Same. So it should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys, you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Room 237 The Podcast. We're on Twitter at Room 237 The Pod C1. Or you can send us an old fashioned email at Room 237 The Podcast at gmail.com. That is correct. So until next time, stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.